Welcome back to Bold of You to Say. In today's episode, we're going to go over recent events and give our hot takes on them. A lot's happened in the last week or two. Ellen's in hot water with her fans, Epic Games is in hot water with Apple and Google, and Ben Shapiro is in hot water with everyone. As always, there will be timestamps in the description so you can skip to whatever topic you'd like. I'd also like to take this opportunity to announce that I've made a TikTok account. I'm posting plenty of stuff there, so check it out. Link in the description. Now, if there are no further questions, let's get started with the show. So, uh, Jared, have you heard... Um, first of all, have you heard that they're making a live-action Avatar series? Yes. Um, so I saw in the news that the uh, the original creators of the show uh they were involved but now they've um they've walked away from it and um honestly i think i i don't get why they're trying to make a live action version of the show when there's already a really great animated version of the show you know yeah it seems like if anything the show should have it it would the natural progression is like live action show to animated show you know yeah if anything but i don't really see the point in remaking it yeah it money see i don't know i think it would have been more worthwhile for them to make like a really good avatar rpg instead of a live action show They've had Avatar video games before, and they were good. Like, uh, I had it. I had a few of them, like Burning Earth and shit. But, like, they just, you know, he just never kept going with them. Like, they made, like, games for, I think, the first three seasons? Or two? Yeah, see, that sounds like it would be really good. Like, I don't know. I when I when I watch the show, I just feel like, um, like it feels like it would translate really well to like a like an action RPG, you know? Yeah, like Legend of Zelda. Yeah, kind of like that. Um, yeah, I just think that's more worthwhile. Like, it's a better investment for them than than a live action TV show. And yeah, honestly, but, but, like, I I think no matter what they do with it, it will not live up to the hype. Yeah. Also, I think oh, that God, no. I think that uh, the animate or the live action series will get people to watch maybe like the first few episodes, and then they'll be like, "Oh, so it's it's the same as what I've already watched in an animated version," and I'm not gonna watch anymore now. Yeah. Yeah, see, like, what's the point? Like they're just retreading old material. Now, if they translated it to a video game, it would be a different story because you're not just watching the same thing again. You're actually like, you know, experiencing it. it. Yeah. You know the uh, the game I had for the original Xbox. Uh, Try to remember the name of it. But uh, it actually had its own, like, original story that it had going for it and shit. Like, uh, it was their characters that were in the show and stuff. I, I'm trying to remember, but I think it did have, like, a, uh, 
like a level up progression system or some shit like that. I remember people kept unlocking new abilities. I can't remember if it's because of like it was just that point in the show, not in the show, in the game where it's like, oh, you need this now, so here you go. Or yeah. if it was like you actually it's... like had to unlock them. Yeah, I feel like you know you could it you could make if you wanted to make a avatar video game. You could just do basically like a reskin of Jedi Fallen Order. Just, you know, replace like the lightsaber and like force abilities with, you know, bending different elements. Stick. You know, have a yeah, similar no. like skill tree and everything. There was another one I had though for the uh, the Game Boy. And it was really fucking good. It was based on, uh, uh, I think, Season 2 Burning Earth. But, uh,. It was really fucking faithful to the the series and shit. And like, I don't know, you don't really see that in most of these like video game adaptations. Especially a fucking Game Boy one. Yeah. No, I heard but, that uh, like um, it was a uh, I heard someone's know. making like a uh, there's a fan making their own avatar game. I think in PlayStation uh Dreams. No, that would probably be interesting. Yeah, there's like some early gameplay of it. It's like really basic at this point, but there's you know it, it shows some promise, and it's some it's from someone that's never developed a video game before. But like it looks pretty good for for you know a prototype you know under those circumstances. Yeah, and I see what they should do is they should get the guy that made the Wallace and Gromit Dreams RPG. <laughs> and they should get him to help out. No, I'm serious, because that guy, he made, like, an entire, like, feature-length fucking game out of some stupid meme shit, and it worked. <laughs> like, it had, like, mechanics and everything. It's like, who has the time to work this hard on something this stupid? <laughs> and that's on PlayStation Dreams? I believe so. Uh, that's the one where, uh... People just make their own games and shit and upload them, correct? I think so. I haven't really used it, but I'm going to if there's a Wallace and Gromit RPG. <laughs> it's uh, it's not just Wallace and Gromit. Shrek's in there, and so is Mario. <laughs> oh, God. I think uh, at one point he fights SpongeBob. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> when are we going to get Wallace and Gromit in Smash? Gromit is a uh, cis trophy. <laughs> Gromit, we have to get more cheese. <laughs> Jared, I'm sure you've seen a lot of this. The The uh, Justice League Snyder Cut has been in the news a lot. Yeah. They're actually releasing it. I mean, that's an amazing thing, but at the same time, though, like... I've seen the designs they have for the, the main bad guy with Steppenwolf and shit. And it's like, all they did was make him look worse. He's still just a big, gray, spiky guy. He's just more spiky and gray. See, I don't get why the villain for Justice League is 70s stoner band Steppenwolf. <laughs> I mean, that's another thing, too. It's like, they're just trying to ride on the coattails of uh, Endgame. That's why they're doing it. 
Uh, that's why uh, when it came out, I mean, not Endgame, but uh, Infinity War, because when it came out, they had uh, they were like, oh, we have to we have to try and beat uh, Infinity War in the box office. What are we gonna do? Uh, let's not use any big guys. Like, here's this character that looks vaguely like Thanos. Uh, he has a cube, so we'll say that they need to find that, and we'll get the whole team together. Yeah. Um, there was this article that I saw a while ago. It was pretty funny. Someone asked one of the Russo brothers, like, so are we going to get, like, a Russo cut of, like, Infinity War or Endgame? And he was like, yeah, uh, all of our movies are already the Russo cut, so no. <laughs> Get wrecked. <laughs> I love I love that subtle shade. No, it, it's oh. it's true though. Like Marvel has their shit together. Like they know what they they're doing. They don't need to re-release movies because they have seven different directors making one. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of re- uh, replacing their director with Joss Whedon, they just get Joss Whedon from the start. Yeah. Did you um actually did you hear about all of the uh, onset drama with Joss Whedon? Not all of it. I know that there is a lot of like animosity between him and the crew and shit. Yeah, apparently he was like an asshole on set. Yeah. And he was like apparently like really creepy around like women and stuff. Yikes. Like Gal Gadot, Uh-oh. Gal Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot. You, however you pronounce her name. Go go power bot. Yeah. Um she like I guess had some complaints about him. Which looking back, you know, not too surprising. Cause like, um one of the complaints is like there was a scene that she didn't want to do where the flash like falls face face first into her cleavage and she like didn't want to do that but he filmed it anyway with like a body double and he just told her like yeah make like a surprised face and she was like okay and then like when the movie was all cut together she was like hey i didn't want to do that scene (laughs) but the 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 weird thing is like there's an identical scene in Avengers Age of Ultron where Bruce Banner falls into Black Widow's cleavage face first. Again, DC stealing things from Marvel. <laughs> no, creepy guys in Hollywood are so bad at hiding their creepiness. They really that, gotta uh, get yeah. better at it. That fucking gag where the guy, like, falls into some girl's, like, boobs is, like, every fucking where. I see it in, like, kids' cartoons, I too. Mean, in kids' cartoons? Yeah. I've seen it before in, like, older ones and shit. It's weird. I mean, maybe in, like, 80s teen comedies, but, like, no, no, the, I'm talking the time about, for like, that is past. 2000s, like, Cartoon Network shows. I can't remember it. There's, like, the, uh... Not anime, but they're trying to be anime shows. Like Teen Titans? Yeah, except not Teen Titans. I forget what they're called. A lot of them had like that weird like computer CGI look to them. Yeah, but I've know, seen them do looking that Looking back on it. And it's just like... 
Look, looking back it's on weird. it, I was really weirded out by that scene in Teen Titans. You know, the one where Robin eats out Starfire. Like, <laughs> look, what? looking back on it. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> that did not happen. No, I remember it. No, I uh, saw it. Because Slate's like watching in the corner. I saw it on that. He's uh, like, I'll get you, Titans. I saw it on that uh, that YouTube uh, ripoff site, you know, RedTube. Uh, I just want to say, though, because Team Titan. Thank you, Alex. I didn't know if. But while we're on, uh, while Team Titans is on the table, uh, I do want to say one thing. Uh, Fucking Slade, Deathstroke, is like the most useless character in that show. He's the bad guy, but what does he do? He's like Lord Zed from the Power Rangers, where he's just there. Yeah, but like, I don't know. I feel like after the 100th time you've sent someone to kill these kids with attitude and they like decimate them, maybe like get a gun. He's menacing. Go there yourself. (laughs) He's so menacing. All I'm saying is, for a character that's menacing, why does he rely so heavily on these, like, really, like, just, just terrible allies? Jared, he's menacing. I know he's menacing, but he's also stupid. You just don't get it. Give me five good men and uh, one gun, and we—I'll probably take out the Teen Titans. I want to see that. I want to see Jared take out the Teen Titans. I will just—it's easy. I'll just sit like across the river from their tower that has only windows on one side, <laughs> and then I'll just pick them off one by one. I mean, in a way, we have seen Jared take on the Teen Titans, because, like, who, Jared, who's the one British villain that they have with the sideburns? Oh, uh, oh, fuck, I, re- I remember talking about him the other day. He was, like, the greatest bad guy ever, because he weaponizes being British. He's, uh... <laughs> fuck! What's his name? It's, like, uh, Mad Chap or something like that. Yeah, something like that. It's just it's just like a stupid name that's like uh, I think it's Mad Chap. Hold on, let me look up Where's Google? Where's Google? Uh, Google Mad Mod. I summoned you Google. Never mind. Alex got it. Yeah, no, Mad Mod. There's a whole episode where like he takes over New York and turns it into London too. Yeah. It'd be like that. Like, there's a whole musical about being British, and it's like I will. I don't understand. Found, I will found this new land. I will call it New England. <laughs> Essentially. So anyway, back to the Snyder cut. Um, oh yes. So the way that they're releasing it. It's going to be exclusively on HBO Max. Um, and I think it'll be kind of like um, like the man, the uh, 
the Snyder Cut will be for HBO Max, but the Mandalorian was for Disney Plus. And that yeah. it'll like get a lot of new subscribers for HBO Max, but then like after they watch it, a lot of people are just gonna like cancel their sub their uh, their subscription or their uh, free trial. Yeah, no, I can see that. But like where Disney Plus had a lower cost and a lot more, um, a lot more stuff, you know, a lot more justification to keep your subscription. Um, I don't think HBO Max has that going for them because they they do have HBO does have a lot of properties that you know you'd want to watch. Like it has like South Park now. They they took South Park off of Hulu. Now it's on HBO Max, um, a lot of other stuff, but I don't think, at least for me, I don't think it's enough, you know, to justify spending $15 a month for HBO Max. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, there's no way I would. Even if there was like a few things that I really liked, that's more expensive than like a couple of different subscription services combined that are even better than hbo max yeah i mean you can get um i think it's hulu disney plus and espn for like i think it's like 13 dollars a month that's three yeah. whole subscription services you get everything on hulu so like a lot of cartoon network stuff um you know if you have kids um or if you just like cartoon network shows like adventure time regular show that stuff like you know, it, it's it's good regardless of like you know it being a kids show, um, and you get Disney Plus the entire Disney catalog. You get not only Twitches, you get Twitches too. So, <laughs> you know, you we get, watched Twitches last night. I watched it, and Haley was on her phone. I paid attention. It doesn't take a lot of a. It doesn't take a lot of attention. To understand what's going on in that movie. You missed a lot of visual gags. Ow, fuck. Just hit myself in the foot. She There's a No, there's a lot of uh movies that you'd be missing out on without Disney. What Plus. is that noise, Jared? I'm sorry, I was closing my bag of chips. I'm sorry. Cause I'm gonna eat this can of nuts. Jared eats nuts confirmed. I only eat the macadamians. Everything else I throw away. Just buy macadamia nuts then. Yeah, that's too convoluted. See now if you if if you don't subscribe to Disney Plus, you're missing out on such hits as Stepsister from Planet Weird from 2000. Uh, Mom's Got a Date with a Vampire from 2000. The Halloween Town Quadrilogy. The movie Don't Look Under the Bed. Uh, the Scream Team. Phantom of the Megaplex. Can of Worms. Wait, Phantom of the Megaplex? Yep. Guess what year that movie's from? 2000. 2000. Disney put out so many weird-ass movies in the year 2000. Shit, do they have rights to Theodore Rex? 
Um, that weird buddy cop sci-fi did, movie we saw. Did Disney make Theodore Rex? I thought they did. No, they don't have it. Damn it. It's on, you can watch it on Vudu for free. We need to do that one of these days. Yeah. Set up a, a stream and just watch that. Yeah, that'd be fun. Um, so you want to move on to the next uh, next talking point? Yeah. Yes. So... Uh, Ellen has been in hot water recently. Um, about time, honestly. She's canceled. She's canceled. She's hashtag canceled. Um, so now people are, you know, speculating as to who, who should you know take over hosting her show, and a lot of people are saying like Eric Andre, um, you know, a lot of other people. Uh, I say just let the show die. We don't need the we don't need Ellen the show to continue on. We already have enough daytime talk shows. Yeah, I don't I don't really need Ellen in my life. Hmm. If I she say, just like went away and kept like giving random kids that are slightly entertaining money. Like in her own, just just privately, I'm good with that. I don't need it broadcasted to me. Yeah, but that doesn't feed her colossal ego. Oh yeah, Jared, you were uh, when when we were talking about this earlier, you were giving some pretty good suggestions for people that should take over uh, her show. I had a few. I was thinking like, freaking, like. Give me a second. Something stuck in my throat. Here we go. No, I was thinking like Tim Curry or like Bruce Campbell, you know? Yeah. Like just some. <laughs> I freaking Tim Curry would probably be down for it, just because like you know, he likes doing stuff. Like yeah, he's wheelchair bound now, but I mean, that hasn't stopped him. Tim Curry in his like, prime would have would be a great Ellen replacement. Well, I would watch that. Stuff. I would watch that so hard. <laughs> but uh, no, I was thinking though Bruce Campbell though, because like for the past like ten years he's been begging networks to give him a, a game show or something because he doesn't want to do any more movies or anything. He just wants to like be the host on a show. So yeah. fuck it. Let's 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 call it the Bruce Show. And Haley or anyone listening who has who doesn't know who Bruce Campbell is, he was the um, he was in the Spider Man. He's trilogy. Ash from the Evil Dead. Fuck um, off. He was he was the uh, the wrestling announcer in the first uh, Spider Man movie, mm-hmm. and then he was in both of the sequels. I don't remember who he was in the second one, but in the third one he was the uh, no. In the second one he was the uh, the snooty theater usher. And then in the third one, yep. he was this new waiter, waiter. The French waiter. 
snooty friends, they're the same thing. I'm oh, yeah, still right. all for Tim Curry taking over Ellen. Honestly, like, he has such a cult fan base. I feel like it would draw more viewers to the show. Yeah. I wonder what he's been up to lately. Probably just vibing. He does voice acting work still since he's wheelchair bound, so he can't, like, move around that much. So, yeah, every he's so in, often, like, a Cartoon Network show, isn't he? Mm hmm. Couple of them. He usually does the uh, villains. How do you do, I? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember reading an interview. He said he likes to do villains because they're more interesting than the main character. He was in Annie. Like the original Annie? Like the original Annie. Who was he? I don't know. He was in The Hunt for Red October with Jared, your hero, Sean Connery. Yeah. Sean, it's okay to hit women, Connery. <laughs> he was in Garfield, A Tale of Two Kitties. He was the other kitty. He was Actually, also I know, in The Little Mermaid. He was in he's The Beauty and the Beast ho- uh, total, Christmas like, special. He's also played Satan a total of, like, I think five times in his whole career. Five or seven. I can't remember. Is that including Rocky Horror? <laughs> no, that's including Rocky Horror. He's not Satan in Rocky Horror. He's just a, a, tra- a sweet transvestite. He's Frankenfurter. He, w- <clears throat> he was in The Adventures of Jimmy Neutron. Yeah, he was Dr. Finbar Calamitous. Cool. He was in uh, he was in Barbie and the Three Musketeers. <laughs> what? He was in Rugrats in Paris, that. the movie. And yeah, more he recently, he guy. is in Over the Garden Wall. Who was he in that? Uh, let me look. Oh, Christopher Lloyd is in that show, along with John Cleese. Yeah, uh, Christopher Lloyd plays the woodsman. Yeah, uh, Tim Curry plays Auntie Whispers. Shit, was that him? It's been so long since I've seen that. I need to watch it again. It's getting close to Halloween. So yeah, in short, Tim Curry, uh, please replace Ellen in every aspect. Replace Ellen with Tim Curry or just let the show die. If it's not Tim Curry, let the show die. It's not Tim Curry or Bruce Campbell or uh, one that I mentioned earlier, uh, Bo Burnham, I think would be great. Oh my God, yes. If we got, because I think it would be funny if we got someone who's like not into or good at like talk shows at all. To do it, what about if John got... Mulaney? No, John Mulaney no. would be too good at it. Too good at it. Damn. I want someone who's just completely uncomfortable hosting a talk show, like like Bill Burr, or <laughs> yeah, because he would just be like swearing at the audience the whole time. Like Ellen, you know Ellen's it. audience still, but it's Bill Burr hosting, so there's just this clash the whole time. I would love that. No, even better. Ellen's audience, but it's, uh, uh, fuck, I forgot his name. 
idiot. Uh, what's his name? He was he just the P word guy. Ben Shapiro. Yeah, Ben Shapiro <laughs> yes. should host the Ellen Show. Yes, we'll Wet have to talk about P-word. that next. Um, <laughs> no, I I think it'd be funny if it was Bo Burnham doing it because like when it it would just be funny watching him up there just like not just not into it um but also everyone would be like play as a song bo burnham and he he's so postmodern he'd be like i don't believe in music anymore <laughs> <laughs> so uh you brought up ben shapiro um squeaky benjamin squeaky benjamin um, I think he'd make the perfect host for the Ellen show. <laughs> he already has his own show and it's awful. He got syndication at 17 and he acts like he deserved it. He's just sitting there. He's like, okay, so today we're going to talk about how the liberals are taking over all of our, all of our jobs. <laughs> Wet ass Everyone's P-word. Booing. This is what the liberals, this is what the feminists fought for. You just say this say P word as he rocks back and forth uncontrollably, <laughs> foaming from the mouth. As if the video of him just reading the lyrics to Wet Ass Pussy wasn't bad enough. He had to go and say that if you have Wet Ass Pussy, you have something medically wrong with you. Per what his wife told him. <laughs> yeah, Ben Shapiro's wife. So... Hold on, let's let's establish. We've learned. Let's, let's establish two what the, today. <laughs> what we're talking about. So, if you, the listener, the hypothetical listener, have not watched uh, Ben Shapiro's reaction to Cardi B's new song "WAP," uh, I suggest you watch it because it's just no matter how much we describe it, it will not. You, you it won't be the same experience as you just watching it for yourself it's so great ben shapiro on his show read out the lyrics to wet ass pussy and just hearing squeaky benjamin's <laughs> voice reading out certified free seven days a week wet ass p word is <laughs> it's just so oh what are you doing what are you doing squeaky benjamin I can tell you what he's not doing. His <laughs> wife. Something about him reading it and like saying wet ass p word feels more vulgar than Cardi B and what's her name rapping it. I agree. Like, it just feels just, gross. Like it, it flows when they say it. Like yeah, fucking my wet ass pussy. You know that. It's like Ben yeah, Shapiro comes in my this. wet ass P word. And then I don't know, Ben Shapiro just makes it feel gross. Like wet ass P word. P word referring to female genitalia. I don't know. Like Ben Shapiro saying P word has like the same uncomfortable energy as like when a doctor says the word penis. It's like, oh. Yeah, that reminds me about the time. Uh... Ah, never mind. What, Jared? <laughs> it reminds you I of the time. About it. What? 
I'm so, so curious. I went to the hospital because I had a problem. I was uh, with your peeing blood. Yeah, with my p-word. <laughs> oh my <blood>. god! <laughs> and like, the doctor was like, like I, I I hadn't even talked to him for more than like a minute. He came in. He's like, okay, take off your pants. I was like, what? <laughs> he's like, I'm Jared, gonna give you a physical. Are you okay now? I'm okay. Uh, part of me doesn't think that was the doctor, though, because then someone else came in. <laughs> You're gonna cut this out, right, Alex? Jared, why were you peeing blood? I don't know. They 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 scanned me. They put me through a CAT scan and everything, and they're like, "So we don't know what's going on with you," and send me home. I think it was demons. so. To this day, I don't know what happened. <laughs> I think you got demons in your blood. They said that I may have had a kidney stone. And I just didn't feel it. <laughs> but you know, a common thing with kidney stones is you not feeling them. And then pissing blood. Yeah. Uh, my pee hole hurts now. It is just... <laughs> my pee word. <laughs> See, yeah, and if, also like if Ben Shapiro just said the word pussy, it wouldn't be a big deal. But like when he says P word, like, <laughs> oh, I feel I feel violated. Ben Shapiro comes in, P word, P word, P word. Like I I just feel deeply violated when Ben Shapiro He's says P word. P word referring to female genitalia. P word. <laughs> P word. Wet ass P word. So anyway, the point that I wanted to make is that we got to stop pretending that Ben Shapiro is a smart person that makes valid points. Yeah. And, and by we, he means Joe Rogan. I mean, Joe Rogan needs to stop pretending <laughs> that Ben Shapiro is a serious person. Yeah, I have such mixed feelings about Joe Rogan. Like, he just, he has the most, like, squirrel brain. I just, that's the only way I can even describe it because he, like has, like, such an array of different people he speaks to, and he acts like it's the first time he's hearing anything whenever they talk, and then he immediately forgets it after he's done interviewing them. Or, like, he'll remember something, like, up to the next day. So, like, he'll have, like, Kyle Kalinske on one day, and then the next day he'll have on some conservative Candace Owens, Ben Shapiro, Stephen Crowder, whoever... And whenever they bring up, like, a conservative talking point, he's like, well, hey, like, maybe people should have health care. And, like, he he does retain some information, but then it seems like it's just gone within a few days. But I think... I think his number one strength and downside is that he, like, adapts to whoever he's around. It makes him really good at having conversations with people, 
but it also makes him really bad at like you know calling out bad faith actors and you know calling out people like Ben Shapiro that say just false things you know make caricatures of the left and you know say that like wet ass pussy that wet ass p word that's what the feminists fought for or saying that systematic racism doesn't exist yeah or when he like goes on about how like gay people are like a, a terrible sin and like he's even he's he's friends with dave rubin prominent gay man conservative and like he will say to okay, his face he will say to his face like yeah i will not go to your wedding i do not feel comfortable with your sexuality at all and basically like yeah i'm better than you because you're gay and i'm not but like we're still <laughs> friends right we're still friends I, you, I think most, like most of those like anti-gay uh, conservatives, are that way because they uh, they are secretly homosexual. They just don't want to have the appearance of that because they come from such strong Christian families. Yeah, Ben Shapiro does look so many like, years. like a pretty strong power bottom. He's a total twink. Oh yeah, what is it they call them otters? I think so. I, yeah, I think he's an otter. It's more like a rat. He does have a very rat-like face. But yeah, like... We need to exterminate Ben Shapiro. He also, like, can't get his wife wet, and that's why she told him that wet-ass pussy is a medical condition. <laughs> It's not normal, Ben. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, imagine having to say that as a doctor. His wife is a doctor. She's a doctor. Imagine you being a doctor having to tell your husband that, no, no, honey, I'm not wet, but that means like you're doing a great job. Like it's supposed to feel like sandpaper. <laughs> <laughs> Do they have any kids? God, I, oh, hope, I not. hope not. I hope not. Jesus. Ben Shapiro having See, if they children? Have kids, then it's like, I'm pretty sure I, he thinks point, it's a it's sin to ejaculate. Children. Yeah, no, if if she if she ever has kids, it's not he's not the father. There's no way. <laughs> Ben Shapiro probably can't even last a second. It says on Wikipedia he has three kids. Oh, no. Yeah, none of them are his. If they got blood tests, I promise you, they will probably all be, like, different people from around the area. Just whoever she could get her hands on. You definitely Ooh. would be able to tell if it was his kids because he has such a distinctly rat-like face. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta look at them, they're just normal kids. It's like, yep, someone else did it. His <laughs> sister has a YouTube channel, and she looks just like him, but with long, long hair. Yeah, um... Does she say the same things as him? Because it might just be him in a wig. <laughs> she's, 
like you keep getting her videos recommended, yeah, right? Her videos keep getting promoted by YouTube, like literally, like they're like ads and stuff showing up as my recommended videos, and I'm like, I clearly don't want to watch her. She, uh, she's like self proclaimed uh, conservative woman, and she does videos like what to do for your husband to please him and shit like that. And I'm just like... Make him a sandwich and just let him grill. (laughs) (laughs) Man, the media is all like mass shootings, BLM, protests. Man, I just want to (laughs) grill. But yeah, I don't know what would make YouTube think that I need some of that in my life based on my watch history. YouTube is just the worst when it comes to that. The other day, I, mean, I kept getting recommended fucking, like, weird anime shit. Yeah, I, don't I know get why. weird anime ads, too. I also get Trump ads. Yeah, I get Trump ads, too. I keep getting condom ads. It's a Take sign. The I don't know why. I, I don't have sex. You need some wet-ass P-word. I can't buy that at the store. Yeah, you can. Maybe not at the store, but I mean around around the block. Coochie in a can. (laughs) 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 We need to get you some wet ass P word, Jared. If you can find someone, you can try, but I don't think it's gonna get far. So, uh, Haley, I showed Jared the uh, the Ben Shapiro uh, WAP edit. Yeah, he loved it. I'll have a I'll have a couple of Ben Shapiro WAP edits linked in the description. They're amazing. It's too great not to watch. So, um, moving on to the next topic, uh, TikTok has been in the news a lot lately. Um, not. Not not any of it uh, good. Uh, there's a lot of um, allegations of like the Chinese government using the app to spy on people. Um, it's a the app is developed by a Chinese company. Every company in China is basically owned by the government, so you know it, it would make sense. Um, and now. Uh, the U.S. government is trying to either ban TikTok in the United States or make Microsoft buy them out. And I honestly, I think it's not really that big of a deal. TikTok spying uh, on people. Eh. I mean, yeah. if you're if you use Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, any social media, someone's gonna be spying on you. Whether it's you know Mark the Zuck Zuckerberg, or you know the NSA, someone is gonna be spying on you, no matter where you are. If you're having a phone call, you're gonna be spied on. So why does it matter? now that tiktok is spying on you what because it's a different government entity yeah if anything china 
If anything, my main concern with TikTok is the content itself, because some of it I hear can be like pretty toxic material for young children. Yeah. And there's like allegations of like child grooming on the site. And I think that's more important to deal with than government, like Chinese government spying. Yeah. I don't know if this is just me, but maybe it being bought out by Microsoft would ensure that that's that type of thing is more regulated but like that would just be a side effect yeah it's a side effect but like they're still going to be spying on you it's just not china yeah. doing it anymore it's just going to be bill gates this time because that's better i would like to take this opportunity to promote my tiktok account that <laughs> i have made <laughs> due to peer pressure I have three videos up right now. They're all bangers. Come check them out. Link in description. The character he's forming is like a fake conservative, kind of. Yeah, I guess I'm doing a Colbert rapport kind of thing. I need to see these. <laughs> They're what pretty if, like, good. It gets... What if someone like actually thinks that to you? They're just like, oh, hey. I was kind of thinking the same thing watching them. I was like, what if people don't think this is a joke? No, they're they're obvious enough, I think, that that people aren't gonna like think it's real. I hope. I don't know. Uh a lot of the people I know that are hardcore Trump supporters would laugh their asses off at those TikTok videos thinking that you're being serious. But I'm but I'm laughing at them. They don't catch that because they're dumb dumb. Yeah, their ideal their idea of a joke is like Liptard. Are you triggered? Are you triggered? Are you triggered? Are you triggered? Oh my god, you snowflake. Haley, are you triggered? Jared, are you triggered? Yeah, I'm are a you, gun. Are now. you triggered? Are you triggered? This is comedy. This is so I'm so funny. Are you triggered? Build a wall. Oh my god, did I offend you? So uh the uh the next thing that I wanted to bring up is uh Fortnite has um I don't know if it I don't know if you'd call it a controversy, but you know, they've been It has beef with Apple. They yeah, they have they have beef with Apple and now Google. Um Haley, I don't think you've heard of this yet. No, I haven't. So what happened was um, Fortnite, uh, obviously, they make money through microtransactions in their app. Um, in their in their in-game store, people buy V-Bucks, which they use to buy skins. And, um, you know, they buy, like, the Battle Pass and stuff. Um and that's how Epic Games, the people that made Fortnite, that's how they make money off of the game. And also their Epic merch. <laughs> so when you... God damn it. If you have Fortnite on your phone or your tablet, uh, basically on, like an, an, on an Apple or Android device, you buy, their, uh, you buy V-Bucks through either Google Play or the App Store. And when you do that with any app or game, Apple and Google take a 30% cut of your revenue. Uh, so Epic Games 
doesn't like that. So they, they're like, I, they, they started a new like ad campaign, I guess you could call it, um, hashtag free Fortnite. They made, <laughs> they made a whole like video intro to, so like when, when Fortnite updates, whenever there's new stuff in the game, there's a video that'll play when you launch the game. The most recent it's one. when they update. There's always a fucking video. There's always a fucking video. Uh, when the the most recent one, uh, I saw it a couple days ago. Jared saw it uh, a couple days ago too. When he launched the game, there was a video. It it was like a replication of an old Apple commercial from the '80s for like I think it was like the original Mac or something. It was one of their uh, think different videos. It basically opens with like, like a an audience full of like sheeple, you know, watching a video of like submit submit to skins. the party, man. Like, I'm your overlord. Submit, and then the Fortnite character comes in, throws uh, a pickaxe or whatever at the uh, at the screen. And it's like, you're all free now, guys. And it's like, hashtag free Fortnite. We fucking hate hashtag you, Apple. Fuck Apple. Hashtag fuck Apple. Hashtag fuck Google. And yeah, what makes them think they're any better than all the other apps on the on the I, Play Store or the I App Store? But yeah, in... Uh, it was either in response to that or before that, uh, around the same time, Apple and Google took Fortnite off of their stores. Uh, like permanently? Uh, so far, yeah. I think what they said was like, um, like they did something to violate the terms of service or something. I don't know, but... Yeah, now Fortnite is not available on your phone. Smart move, Fortnite. Oh, darn. And I don't get that. What do they gain from that? They're just losing profit. Every platform takes some cut of your revenue. If you buy V-Bucks, I guess, if you... If you buy V-Bucks through your Xbox or through your PlayStation, those companies take a similar sized cut of your revenue. So what are they going to do? Take their take their game off of everything except for PC? They're going to build a Fortnite platform <laughs> just for playing Fortnite. The epic platform is going to be a thing, and I, I'm worried about that. Yeah, my opinion, obviously, is that Epic Games and Fortnite—they're they're really overreacting. It's probably part of a broader plan, like Jared said, to start their own platform. Maybe I yeah I guess if they really wanted to at this point they could start their own kind of app store at least for Android I know it would be damn near impossible for for them to do that on uh, iOS because of how closed it is 
But I mean, on Android, you can download and install third-party apps like that don't come from Google Play. So who knows? Maybe that's what they have planned. If not, then they're just being dumb. Yeah, honestly, I they they also like discounted V Bucks too. Um, I think it was part of it. Oh, I think yeah, it was also, like, uh, yeah, if you don't buy V Bucks through uh, Google Play or iTunes, like you can get like a discount on them. <laughs> Savage. They had a uh, a permanent lowering of the V Bucks amount. And also, uh, if you had bought anything within the previous month, they gave you a full refund. Dang. In, in V-Bucks. Makes sense. So. I've been getting really into Fortnite lately, actually. I, yeah. um, I've been doing a lot of, like, solo matches. I think the highest that I've placed is, like, 8th. I got first place once. Yeah, we were all doing a team match together, and our team got first. Yeah, I was part yeah. of that team. I think it's the first time yeah. I've ever been first place, too. Honestly, me too. I <laughs> I remember it used to mean something when you got a victory royale in that game. Ro- victory royale with cheese. <laughs> I remember when it was like really hard and like it was it was like impressive if you got first place, but like I'm not even that good at it and I still place fairly high, you know? So like the skill pool has it's got to have like decreased, right? I feel like the Fortnite players have just like they have like a younger audience now and you're just playing against a bunch of 10 year olds that's possible (laughs) speaking of video games uh, Jared you and I were talking about this earlier Uh, there used to be um, like 10 years ago around that time um, it used to be that when a new game would release, you would be able to download and play a demo of that game before you buy it. And yeah. the industry seems to have moved away from that. And I think we need to bring oh. them back. Because like, I remember when I was first getting into PC gaming, um, about oh five years ago now, four or five years ago. You're old. I am old. Back in my day, um, I remember playing the Arkham City demo on my laptop uh, before you know I built an actual PC. I remember playing the Arkham City demo, and it was really fun, and it just made me more hyped to buy the full game. And I feel like a lot of developers are missing out on you know that uh, for their games now. They're missing out on people getting a taste of it and wanting to play the full thing. Yeah. I believe that also. I haven't seen any new games lately that have a playable demo. The only times I've seen a game with a playable demo is usually like an indie game. Yeah. It seems like only indie developers care about that kind of stuff now. Yeah. 
I don't know. What do you think that is? My guess is that they probably like figured it out marketing wise that it wasn't helping a, a significant enough, a significant amount. And oh, I can't speak. It wasn't helping enough to where it was like worth it to make the demo. That's true. It could also be that. And this is just me talking out of my ass, but it could be that. You know, game design nowadays isn't as robust. So, you know, if you show off the mechanics of a game, you know, before, you know, like maybe pre-launch or, you know, just as a demo, you know, people are going to be like, well, you know, that was fun. I guess I don't need to play the whole game now because the full game isn't as compelling as it used to be. I believe that. I mean, how many games have you played where, like, in the first 15 minutes, you get pretty much the whole game? Uh, Lego Star Wars. Yeah. Also, you can't tell I'm playing Lego Star Wars right now. Which one are you playing? Uh, I had this. I forgot I even had it, but it's uh, uh, Lego Star Wars The Clone Wars. Oh, yeah. It's what I've never played before. So is it, like, is oh. it Lego Star Wars 3? Yeah. Yeah. I I think I I've, had that for the Wii. Not when it yeah, came I've out, never... but like only a couple years ago I had it. I had, huh. I got it way after I was like grown out of that demographic, so I I guess I didn't appreciate it as much. But I don't know. I feel like the Lego yeah. games have gone downhill since around oh, that time. Like compare, I don't know. Even in the last couple years, going from like 2015 to 2017, I feel like the quality went down. Like compare Lego Marvel to Lego Marvel Two. You know, electric it, boogaloo. Yeah, it, it's it's such a downgrade. Like I had, I played through Lego Marvel Superheroes for the Wii U, um, when that came out, and it was a fun game. I liked it a lot. It, it had a full, rich, open world. It was fun. There was a lot to do. The story was really fun. It felt really well produced. Lego Marvel Super Heroes 2, on the other hand, feels like such a cash grab. You know? Yeah. They, like, added a lot of stuff, I guess, but so much feels taken away. That feels so much cheaper. It feels like it feels like a browser game at some points. I mean, some Lego games are basically just browser games. There are games, though, that are, like, really good Lego games that they removed for some reason. Like... Lego Lord of the Rings was like a really good high production Lego game. I have that on like, Steam. I got it when it was on sale a, a few years don't ago. Don't ever delete it because like it it technically doesn't exist anymore. Hmm. For, for some reason New Line Cinema like sent a cease and desist or some shit to the Lego company now it just doesn't exist. That's weird. I don't have it installed but i'll see if it shows up in my library it should show up in my library yeah okay i have lego the hobbit uh is that one good i don't know i haven't played it 
I know the Lord of the Rings one, though, technically is no longer a, a real thing. Huh, that's a shame. It was removed from all digital sales. One that I, uh, one that I grew up with, I, I grew up with Lego Star Wars, the complete saga and Indiana Jones. Those two yeah. games were so much fun. God, I had a, I grew up with not the complete saga, but the individual games, uh, Lego Star Wars oh, yeah, the, and then the, the first Lego two. Star Wars. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I didn't understand I those. To get I, the saga. I was like, why do they have these two other games when the complete saga has like all of the content? It's because uh, those two came out first and then they released the yeah. complete saga. I didn't realize that when I was. This was you back know, when gaming eight. was awesome. No, I, I did yeah. actually end up getting the second one for PlayStation 2. And I realized, damn, I really kind of wasted my money on this because, like, it's the same levels. They just copied and pasted the levels. Uh, The only thing that they added was more customization for the uh, the custom characters. Yeah, that's it. That's all. That's all they did. Although it did feel kind of cool playing it on PlayStation Two. Because, like, there oh, is, yeah, no, it, it does feel different going from Wii to, like, PlayStation or Xbox. It's like, ooh, I'm playing a real console now. Yeah, no, I get you completely on that. I fucking have the complete saga on my Xbox now because me and uh, Donovan were doing just some stupid shit with it. Because we were bored one day and we we're like, hey, let's fucking, <clears throat> let's do this. Let's go. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe and, uh, next time it's on sale, I might. I might cave and buy it. I don't know. I, I, I might I it. might decide to relive my childhood. You can give General Grievous Lego boobs in that game, so it's worth Ooh, it. Ooh, really? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so do you want to get into some more uh, topics? Yes. Uh, I want to talk about... Uh, Something I've noticed with fucking mods and shit. Yeah. Uh, especially on Bethesda's platform. Because you know how, like, uh, so, like Bethesda released for Fallout 4 and Skyrim mod support for consoles. You can do it through their uh, their service and everything. Yeah, I remember when they uh, put out mod support for uh, my favorite console, Computer. Uh, that was... <laughs> what what year was that? Uh, forever. <laughs> Okay. However, Burn. no, but uh, I like to give Jared a hard a time moment. about playing on console. Oh, you can give me a hard time whenever you want. Promise. Bow chicka bow wow. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we can practice for your next physical. Please don't. <laughs> so anyway, you I don't were saying... know why he did that. Uh, but uh, no, so I'm like. Like earlier the uh, this week, I was looking for mods and shit because I'm trying to find uh, good like armor mods for Skyrim and shit. And it's like the first thing you see when you load up mod menu is like the most popular mods and like what Bethesda's making their featured mods. Like this is the stuff that people want to see. 
And half of it's just porn. Oh, geez. Yeah, you know, that is, for the most part, that's what the modding community is like. Yeah, but like... I mean, have you seen Sean's Skyrim like, mods? Oh, yeah, he's told me about them. Like, I've Bethesda seen them. has all these guidelines and shit. I've seen, seen them. Why would you see them? I was at his house, and he was like, Hey, do you want to see the Skyrim mod? I can fuck the horse. And I was like, please don't. And then he showed me... It sounds like something he'd do. I wish you I wish the viewers could hear my facial expressions whenever they're talking. <laughs> just just say out loud <coughs> what your what your face is doing. Describe my face. Uh shock and disgust. <laughs> Alex will be you know my the... personal emotions describer. It's it's, it's uh, that emotion you're describing, Alex, is the name of the purple guy from the McNugget commercials. Uh, <laughs> best friend to Ronald McDonald, you know, Grimace. Thanos. No, I just the why hamburglar. the fuck is he named Grimace? Why is know. the mild mannered simpleton named after the emotion that you feel after, like, you know? Seeing someone stub their toe and it's like really bad. Pretty sure you're thinking of Thanos. Wallace and Grimace. <laughs> uh, that's horrible. <laughs> oh, can I not kill these guys with guns? The fuck is the point of having guns? Stop Jared, playing. what did I tell you about gaming during the podcast? I'm sorry. But, uh. Aren't we past no, strike like three by now, Alex? Hmm? Aren't we Probably. past strike three by now? I think we're past strike three. Jared, you're kicked off. You're fired. He, you can't fire me. He's I'm right. Good point. But no, like, it's just it's just weird because like it's fucking Bethesda goes on and on about how their their system, their whole shit has like all these uh fucking uh like, precautions and, like, safeguards to ensure that they don't have all this shit. It's like, I just downloaded an armor mod last night that, like, adds in new armor and shit into the game, and, like, half of it's just, like, lingerie. That wasn't advertised, but it was there. What the fuck? It's like, it, it, they're not even hiding it anymore. They're just, like... It's in this mod. The very first thing you see, all of the bandits' clothes are technically not clothes now. And I'm just, like, losing my mind over this. It's like, how does this, how does a company that prides itself on its, like, all the shit it does, like, not notice all that? Yeah, and I remember there was some controversy with Bethesda because they, um, they were, like, cracking down on the modding community and they were saying like yeah if you want to download mods for this game it has to be through our marketplace and you have to use yeah. our currency you can't just go to nexus mods and download anything you'd like and add it to the game you have to go through our marketplace because we can regulate uh what is sold and you know, we can ensure the quality 
And then yeah, look what that happened. Was, uh, this, that was the start of Creation Club, which is now turned into Bethesda's microtransaction site. Like, the, the start of that was like, they were trying to make paid mods. And they've succeeded in it, but it's like, not really mods, they're like tiny little shitty DLCs. Not all of them are bad, but yeah. it's like... I mean, when you have know, you... the developer of the game selling mods, that's just DLC. You're buying yeah. just different settings. It's just, it's just the, like my earlier point, though, is like, I just don't understand how a, how a company as big as Bethesda could have such a lackluster, like, uh, oh, what, what's that called? Uh, when, like, yeah, like management or whatever. Like like quality control? Yeah, there we go. It's like, oh yeah, here at Bethesda, we won't we don't want to see this kind of stuff on our platform. Has it anyways? And then they remove mods like the fucking uh oh, what was it? It was a house mod. And they removed it because the guy made an inappropriate joke on a on a piece of paper. It was like one of the the big house mods they had for a while. Nah, that that's too far. However, this mod that literally just has naked people in it. We'll let that slide. I just so, don't understand. In short, fuck Bethesda. Bethesda ain't shit. This is just really bad at, like, most of the stuff it does. Fallout 76 like, felt like a total cash grab, too. Oh, it is. I have it. Uh, I was telling you how I was. I got it because I wanted to go through this horrible, horrible wasteland. <laughs> and it's, it's not good. Like, it's not bad, but it's not good. It's just kind of there. It's like, uh, it's kind of like, oh, what would be a good example? Like, you know how, like, when you're making sausages, like homemade sausages, and, like, one of them bursts open and, like, all the, the, the stuff comes out, but, like, you don't have enough to, like, make extra, so you just, you just say fuck it and leave it? And then someone gets that, and it's like a, a nothing sausage, but someone's gonna eat it anyways. That person's probably going to be you. And you're just like, oh, okay, I guess I get the, sh the shit sausage. And you're like, it's sausage, and you like it, but like, you know it's not the best it could have been. That's what playing Fallout 76 is like. That was very descriptive, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> So, um, Haley, you had some topics that you wanted to talk about. Yeah. Um, definitely want to talk about women's clothing, which I already gave the lowdown on the guys. But if you're a male viewer and you don't know, women's clothing sizes aren't based on any sort of measurement whatsoever. It's just an arbitrary number. And it makes shopping for clothes really difficult, and I think it needs to change. It's like the uh, that slider in most games where it's like, 
move it until the logo is barely visible, but none of them describe what they mean when they say barely visible. It's always different. Yeah. It's like, this is a size six. Six okay. what? Yeah. What are you six of? So basically, it's it goes from zero all the way up to, I don't know, for like morbidly obese people, it would probably be like in, in the 30s or 40s. But basically... That's a weird number to stop at. I could get like zero to 50 or like zero to 100. Well, I'm like- sure it goes higher for extreme cases, but... Most clothing stores, so like if you're buying name brand stuff, they'll go from like zero to maybe 14 if you're lucky. And then like quote unquote plus sizes are size 14 to 14 and up, but like. And didn't you say that the average woman in America is a size 16? Yeah, the average size for a woman in America is a size 16, yet that's considered plus size. Also, fun fact. Marilyn Monroe was a size 16, so if that tells you anything. What is she 16 of? I That's what I don't get. What is the unit? It's not a unit. I think that they definitely have like a vague idea of measurements that are associated with each size, but like it varies so drastically between brands and even between different styles in the same brand that it's like damn near impossible to go shopping for jeans or, like, any clothing, really. Yeah. I'm just thinking of, like, a bunch of, like, business executives, like, ah, what size you think this broad is? About a... seven. <laughs> that is not how bra sizing works. No, I said, uh, broad, not bra. Oh. Because <laughs> they're, they're, they're Brooklyn. You know. Maybe. That's how you speak in New York. Like you're an Italian mobster that's just kind of like <laughs> Like you're live-action Mario. Yeah. Maybe if we Don't take... Don't forget to get circumcised, kids. Maybe if we take an average woman, uh, take her size, divide it by 16, maybe that's how we find the unit. If my math is correct. So, but there's one problem with that. Pieces. There is one problem with that, though. Uh, Haley, you were saying that you can be a size zero. Uh, how? Uh, my understanding of um, science is that any object with mass, uh, if its size is zero, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that qualifies it as a black hole. There's also... Z- a uh, size called double zero, which is double a size zero. smaller than zero. Excuse Isn't that me? infinity? <laughs> um, I think I think you're referring to no, size infinity. No, there's a number that's smaller than zero. <laughs> it's called negative one. Um, I'm that's sure certain you... brands call it negative one, but uh, pretty much across the board, it's called double zero. I'm pretty sure if you're if you're that small. Like if you're if you're a size zero or a size negative one, that's got to like mess with gravity, right? No, I would say like a like a weight estimate for someone who's a size zero would be between ninety and one hundred and twenty pounds. So you know that's not that's not impossible that's, for an adult woman. You know. Now I'm assuming that these women, um, these ninety to one hundred pound women, have some uh, volume. You know, as objects that take up space tend to have. Uh, 
how are they zero? How can you be size absence of object? Yeah. Now that you're saying that, I'm starting to think that maybe they, like, at some point maybe switched to the current sizing system. Because, like, in the media and stuff, the smaller you are, the more attractive you are. So if you're a zero, then you're ultimate attractiveness. Whoa. You, you are zero, you are you the singularity. <laughs> um and it's weird because I think the US is the only one the only country where women's sizing is is the system that it is. Like I know um certain stores that are uh like European brands but are like they have stores in America. I've noticed that their sizing is actually based on like waist measurements and stuff, but for like most US brand stores, it's just whatever the fuck i don't i don't know what it's based off of i have a general idea of it because i've been a woman my whole life but it's kind of like shoes shoes don't really correlate to any sort of measurement you just kind of know what size it is yeah it should be based on like some kind of measurement right i mean it should be but again it varies from brand to brand so there's only like a vague idea which could it would be so much easier if your shoe size was like if your foot is 10 inches long you get a size 10 if your foot is 11 inches or 9 inches or whatever yeah that's your size kind of like men's pants men's pants the way that they're sized um they're uh waist um by length so, like, if your waist is 36 inches and your inseam is 32 inches, you buy 36, 32 jeans. Yeah, they should just do that, but for women's sizes. Yeah. But I think, it I should think be based also on it's, um, it's harder uh, for women, for women's jeans especially, to actually base it on measurements because most women's jeans are made out of like jegging material, not actual denim. So like the stretchiness is also something that you take into account because it could have like, let's say the waist of the jean is like 33 inches, but it's super stretchy. So it could probably expand up to like eight inches. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I don't there's got there there's got to be some way to work around that. Yeah. Beyond just making the size uh the sizing chart in like incomprehensible if that's the right word. I mean, a lot of brands since online shopping has taken off, they've released the like measurements for their sizing system. But So the sizing system is based like if you're a certain size, that's your measurement. So why don't they just rename the measure the the size to the measurement? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I they mean, like, I guess that's the they'll point. They'll have like a sizing chart on on their clothing, and it'll say what the measurement is. Um, but like a size 18 could have like let's say it has like a 35 inch waist, 
on a certain brand and then you go to another brand's website and their sizing chart will say that it has a 30 inch waist so it's just all over the place yeah even like i've had this problem even as a man shopping for pants i'm basically playing on easy mode i still run into times (laughs) where where i i know my pants size and if I pick out a pair of pants that are my size in a certain brand that I don't normally buy, I will try them on and they're like really tight sometimes. So it's like, well, you lied. <laughs> you know, like it all depends on like what brand you're buying, what the material is made of, um, how much stretch there is. Yeah. Also, oh, they wear the finest silks. <laughs> I think that Oh, your sweatpants are made of silk? I think that this whole discussion sort of ties into like the fast fashion industry because you know a majority of the fashion out there is made in sweatshops. So like the measurements are going to be off. Yeah, honestly, they need to train these Chinese kids better. <laughs> so oh I think it's God. just an even more it's an even bigger motivator for companies and brands to to stop like outsourcing their jobs and and making workers uh make clothing in sweatshops because i mean i don't know i don't know people are probably still gonna buy their clothes for the cheapness but like at some point people are gonna get really fucking tired of not even knowing what size they are yeah i don't know i it's unfortunate that their motivation as a company is to just make as much money as possible and they're gonna do what will basically get people to buy their product and it's just unfortunate that it's you know the this whole sizing issue isn't big enough of a problem for most people to get them to stop buying from these companies yeah that's that that's just unfortunate another thing with like the fast fashion industry like i always see People on mostly Instagram, they'll be like, stop buying from these brands because they're fast fashion or like literally don't buy any brand. They're all terrible. Well, not only that, but like a lot of the brands, a lot of the brands that are sustainably like like the, the workers are treated fairly and they're sustainably made don't offer any sizing above like a 14 so anyone who's average And it's sized, probably more expensive, isn't it? It's more expensive, too. And anyone who's more than average or who is average sized has no opportunity to buy those clothes because they don't offer their size. So that's just a whole other set of issues. You have the sizing issue where like if you're, you know, an average sized adult woman or larger, you you know, your options are very limited, so you don't have any choice but to shop at these fast fashion companies. And even if you can fit into it, it's also an economic issue. Yeah. Where if you're lower class and you don't have a lot of, you know, disposable income, you can't afford to go to these more ethical companies. It it's just like it's like the uh the energy the 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 renewable energy movement, how like 
you know, it, it's not as bad as it was, but it used to be that you could only afford solar panels for your house, for example, if you had a lot of money. And it's, it's just, it, it's a shame that one of the qualifiers for you helping the world or helping the environment, helping, you know, make a, a better impact in the, in the fashion industry. One of the qualifiers is that you have to have a lot of money. Yeah. Honestly, with that, um, like the qualification of having a lot of money, it just feels like it would, it would damn near be impossible to make any sort of difference. Yeah. Cause you can't get enough people to join your movement. If there's that big of a, of a barrier of entry. I mean, there is like a slight motivation for companies to move towards that sort of model just because a lot more people are like realizing the effects of climate change, but they're not doing enough to make it affordable and accessible. And I just worry that there isn't enough of a financial incentive for them. Yeah. Cause they're, they're always going to do the bare minimum amount of like change you know, because they, they still want to keep things as efficient as possible for them. And they, they can do the bare minimum amount of change and label their product as organic or whatever and make it yeah. seem like they're doing a good job. And but then that itself sets the movement back. Yeah. It's a conundrum. Um, it's a conundrum. But yeah, that that kind of uh, segues into uh, another topic that I wanted to talk about that I had in the show notes. Um, so speaking of setting the movement back, um, so this this is a bit of an old story, but a couple of weeks ago, um, Aunt Jemima and Uncle Ben, the companies that make those products, decided that they were going to. Um, to change their their mascots because aunt jemima and uncle ben they have th- those um those brands those mascots have kind of like racist origins you know so they also got rid of the land of the lakes lady i think too oh yeah i saw at the store there were like it's actually weird because all of these products now are going on sale because they want to get rid of all the ones that have the logo on it so that they can start ushering in the ones without the new logo or with with the new logo so yeah so now i just find it kind of fitting that a bunch of white people made the decision to get rid of the indian lady and keep the land (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah corporations will really do the bare minimum like they will or like even the government too (laughs) will do all of the like the fluffy like lip service but they won't do anything that has real value like um yeah replacing aunt jemima replacing uncle ben replacing the lando lakes girl those things like uh, i mean the thing, it's gonna do get the... is it still called uncle ben's rice uh i do not know But those things, though, I mean, of course, do it. Like, don't have a racist mascot. Aunt Jemima was originally like a caricature of like 
you know, the, the mammy stereotype of a, you know, like a black woman that works for a white family as like a maid or whatever. And she's like, you know, happy to be subservient, you know, uh, obviously update your logo, update your mascot, whatever, you know, you can do that, but don't act like you're a hero for doing it. Yeah. And it just, it just takes away from the actual movement for change. Yeah. It's like no one asked for this. Yeah. Plus, it makes the left look really shitty. Yeah. Conservatives see that and they're like, well, this is, this is what they wanted. Also, I feel like there's not really a way to win. This is what the feminists fought for. Because either way, like, oh, you're you're taking off a logo that represents, like, for example, the Land O'Lakes lady. She's like a Native American or whatever. You're taking that away. So, yeah, like you could argue that keeping it is a better option because it's at least giving them representation. Yeah. If you're going to change your mascot, you got to keep it like. Like in, instead of making Aunt Jemima like a white woman you know keep keep her as a black woman just you know without the racism yeah you know like don't take away the representation if if you're trying to be woke also i i think we talked about this um uh the another thing another company that's getting heat right now is trader joe's Cause like all of their um different like ethnic foods, they have like little like logo changes. Like for the Mexican food section, they have Trader Jose on the logo. For like, I don't know, I can't think of any other examples right now. Like but Trader Ming's, yeah, Trader for Ming Chinese food. for Chinese food. So like, they're getting heat for that, but taking it away is just taking away the credit from all those different ethnicities yeah it's trader jose and trader ming like that's not offensive that's trader plus you know that culture is that language's equivalent of joe version of joe yeah, yeah like one of the common names it's yeah. like in my mind if anything they should be getting heat for not doing that in the first place but yeah. it's like it's it the whole like I mean it would be one thing war. if it was like Trader Luana. <laughs> yeah. The whole culture war thing is just like a, such a lose lose because either way uh, you're potentially doing something wrong. And it and it distracts yeah. from actual issues. And then that is to some people what the left looks like. Yeah, the country hicks go to the store and buy their Aunt Jemima and complain that they changed the logo lap. Like, why'd they change the logo? It's been that way forever. Those dumb lefties, whatever. It's like, that's not what actual people on the left were fighting for. Yeah. Yeah, I don't... I mean, I don't mind that they did it. I also don't like when people complain about it. But I also don't like when they act like they're heroes for it. It's like, make the logo less racist if you want to. Don't act like you're doing some amazing service for us. Just make sure it still tastes good. <laughs> as long as it still tastes good, there should be no problem. 
so um keeping with the uh kind of political theme i also had this in the show notes um defund the police there so there's there's been a lot of protests lately about police brutality obviously you know the murder of george floyd which happened i think a couple months ago now that was a tragedy in february in february wow so anyway that was a tragedy should never have happened um honestly it was the straw that broke the camel's back in terms of um police brutality and like you know the backlash for it um and now the the popular phrase in the protest now is defund the police which you know has a a bit of controversy to it um but i mean when you when you really listen to what they want it's not it's not unreasonable the idea behind it is the police are spread too thin they do too many things you know they have to respond to calls about domestic disputes about like homeless trespassing mental health issues. mental health issues they do wellness checks stuff that should be done by social workers is instead done by cops wielding guns so they should have less responsibilities. They should be more focused in what their profession is. More focused on like <clears throat> actual like like crimes that are harming people. Right, like violent crime should be responded to by the police, obviously. So, but that's only a small percentage of what they do. So, if they are doing now a small percentage of what they were previously doing, it stands to reason that they would only need a small percentage of their funding. So that's where defund the police comes from. Defunding the police, taking money uh, from their budget and putting it towards like social workers that would go to, you know, calls about domestic disputes and, you know, calls about mental health issues. Because they're better trained for it than police officers. But anyway, the point that I wanted to make is that when you really get down to it, defund the police is really a conservative position. You know? Yeah. It's it's a libertarian idea. Yeah, small government people should be, like, all for this. Exactly. Yet you see very few if any, uh, libertarians or, you know, small government conservatives out in the streets with the Black Lives Matter movement. And it's because a lot of the, a lot of people, and I'm not just saying Republicans, Democrats are like this too, are just simply not principled in what they claim they believe. Today's episode of Bold of You to Say is brought to you by affordable watches that are still out of your price range. Are you looking to spend smartwatch money on a product without smartwatch functionality? Use promo code BOLD for not enough off your first order. All right, Jared, we can get through your topics next. You had a couple on the show notes. Oh, yeah. We're going to avoid the VR one because, you know, I just uh, I just don't have the heart to keep going with that. <laughs> <laughs> but, do you want to uh, say what I it was? was? Just to give the viewers a little taste, the hypothetical viewers. Uh, it was, 
it was a topic that I uh, feel strongly about. <laughs> Maybe we can give a little no, teaser for the was, next um, episode. Sure. Uh, what uh, what I said was that uh, VR is like going to completely reconstruct the porn genre. Well, industry, not genre. <laughs> it's like there's fucking porn games and everything nowadays. And it's like I'm getting into that topic. I I, I don't want to get into that topic. <laughs> it's okay. Don't fight it. I am going to fight it. We're going to the... Shit, I clicked on your TikTok instead of the show notes. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. Don't don't accidentally subscribe or anything. Don't accidentally like all of his TikTok. videos. You have to get one just to support Alex. That's what I did. Yeah, or else you're not a good friend. What? How do you even support Mauer? He's got a TikTok. Mauer has a TikTok? What does he post? Videos of himself in, know. like, night armor? Probably. You know whose TikTok Hello, I would watch? I would watch Nick's. Nick Castalis's. <laughs> Nick? What would he have for a TikTok? I don't know. Gotcha games? Just story times. Yeah, <laughs> minute-long story times. He got mad at me the other day. He hasn't talked to me since, too. I didn't know you guys uh, talked. Yeah, we used to play games together, and like, I do this thing where I play games with people every once in a while, and like, I have a lot of people I like to play games with. Like, one of them is my friend Robert, not the one you know, he's a different Robert. And Robert doesn't like playing games with other people, he likes just like, playing one game and shit like that. Right. So I'm playing games with Robert and stuff, and then all of a sudden, Fucking Nick jumps in the call. It's like, okay, that's not too bad. And then Nick brings in everyone who was in his party. His Xbox party. And it's like, Nick, what the fuck? I didn't... What the hell? So, instead of saying hi or anything, uh, I just left the party and invited Robert to a new one. And then he was like, bruh. And that was the last thing he said to me. And I haven't <laughs> spoken to him since. Seriously? Did, did you, like, explain <laughs> yeah. the situation? I, no, I was gaming at that point. <laughs> Have you explained the situation since then? No, I'm lazy, Alex. You know this. Sounds like there's a simple, easy solution to your problem currently. There's a, I have a lot of problems, and each one can be solved with like five minutes of something, and that's just too much time. You make me sad, Jared. <laughs> anyway, you had I, you had a, a topic that you wanted to make a very bold claim about. Oh, yeah. Fucking video games don't cause violence. The media cause violence. Fuck yeah. Preach. True that. Like, fucking... I'm playing Lego Star Wars right now. A game that's got you high octane action. High octane action and extreme violence as you dismember people with your Lego bricks. <laughs> and I don't, and I just. I mean, yeah, you, you know, do dismember people like, a lot in that game. I don't feel like blowing up a mosque now because of that. However, 
our president says something, and there's like five people who are toting guns going to the nearest Jewish church. Yeah, yeah, you know that. I feel like is that a problem true. more with uh, the president than it is with the media? Well, that's the thing. That's the thing with the media too. It's like they like make all these fucking like glorifications on these shooters and stuff. Like they call these them like these like uh, what, what's the words they use? I'm trying to remember, but they just like like they'll say really, like really really oh he was bullied and he had like mental yeah. health issues instead of like actually it's like it's like the opposite of victim blaming. Yeah, they're just they're just like oh this guy, you know this guy who killed 37 children, he was the real victim here. Yeah, and they like compare numbers. It's like. Wow, this is the biggest shooting since Columbine. They compare it's like, stats why, like it's ESPN. Why are you comparing numbers? And then, but then they like also other... they use all these names like uh, like names that a fucking edgy sixteen year old would want to have on Xbox Live. It's like don't start giving them these titles. Kids love that. Yeah, they like put out How these many? people's names and they like immortalize them, and then. Yeah, it, it's so bad. Like other edgy, dark, famous. bullied kids see that, and they're like, "Well, I could top that." You know, that's a good idea. Yeah. And like, and then there's like kids who are like, they just they're like, you know, they're they're already a bit off in the head, and they just they just don't know what to do with their feelings and shit. And all of a sudden, hey, look, here's the thing we want to talk about. And then it's like, oh, I have an idea. Now I know what we're gonna do today. This is a whole bunch of shit. It's like, maybe instead of blending video games, we should, I don't know, try to fix the situation? Yeah. It always bothers me when they blame video games for that kind of shit, because, like... It's just the easiest thing to scapegoat. Yeah. But even, yeah. like, uh, I've heard people who, like, were going to be potential school shooters, like, give interviews and stuff, saying, like... Yeah, the reason I wanted to shoot up a school is so that I could be famous like so and so. Yeah. So like it's not it's never I played a violent video game and I wanted to try that out in real life. No, the story yeah. always goes like you know, you, there there's violent kids, right? And they play violent video games. And they people see that and they they think like wow this kid is playing so many violent video games that must be why they have so many problems. It's like no, this kid is just drawn towards this thought. art form. It's like maybe the kid's playing the violent video games because he's got so much rage built up from like society pushing him down or some shit. And it and that's could his be only way to actually get his anger out. Yeah, it could be that this is like a cathartic experience for him, and that's the only thing keeping him from skinning the cat. Yeah. <laughs> also, no, I feel uh, like video games cause the violence. I feel like the correlation between video games and violence. Even though, like, there's very little evidence to prove that there even is a correlation, if there was one, it should be switched. Like, violent people play video games, yeah. not video games create violent people. Exactly. Yeah. It's just... Uh, people are just, just stupid. <laughs> if only we could go back 
to, you know, before, before Pong was invented, before, you know, the Atari 2600, before the Odyssey, before the Coleco, back, you know, back in like the 60s and the 50s, you know, back before when. video games were invented, back when there was no violence, everything was so peaceful, everyone got along. And all the cartoons back then are literally just characters brutally murdering each other in every episode. Hi there, I'm the I'm Siggy the Cigarette. Hey kids, do you like smoking? If, no, back then, you know, there were no video games. And like there was no violence and people weren't mean because there was no internet and that was before racism was invented by Trump. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like fucking people with, like video games cause violence and shit. And it's like, well, okay, like it's the same media basically as fucking that media. Sorry, pardon me also. It's the same thing as like watching a violent movie. Like you get the same like enjoyment out of both of them. Like, if I watch fucking John Wick, does that mean I'm gonna go scalp some guy with a pencil now? No, it does not mean that, because there's no way you'd be able to land that. <laughs> oh, fuck off. Now, if no, you were you know playing a I'm violent saying, video though. game, you would have the practice, and I think you might be able to pull it off. Oh, no, I saw I saw the Dark Knight. I know uh, if you slam a guy's head hard enough, you could probably get a pencil stuck in there. The Dark Knight had to teach you that. Wow. <laughs> I'm sorry. Movies cause a, violence now. You're not very good at being violent, Jared. I'm sorry. I must not game as much. Yeah, no. I just fucking hate that argument so much. It's just people not try that don't want to deal with the actual issue. They're just trying to find a scapegoat that's easy. Yeah, it feels like it happens every couple of years too. Like it, it's it's like clockwork. Something bad happens, you know. Maybe it's a slow news cycle, and they just pick something out. And it's like video games. Could they cause violence? Jury still out. Yeah. It's not like it was decided in the fucking nineties. Yeah, there's still people talking about like how. Uh... Uh, Dungeons and Dragons uses witchcraft and shit. Oh yeah, like um, <laughs> like like the like the school that Livy went to, her Catholic oh, school. Yeah. How they like? Oh my god! Um, did she? I don't know if she ever told you or if I ever told you the story from when the girls at her school like played Bloody Mary in the bathroom. <laughs> They did what? So, you know the whole Bloody Mary thing? Yeah. So, some girls at Livy's school did that. And the like the teachers, if you want to call them that, found out about it. And, and they, they hanged one of them. <laughs> they might as well have. No, they had a whole assembly about, like, why it's wrong to You're summon demons. you kidding me. <laughs> You're fucking joking! I am not kidding. Oh my god! <laughs> what the fuck? I'm serious. No, I actually I did a video project at, at CTC with her this year, 
in the before times, you know, back when society was still running. I'll see if I have it. Um, so this uh, video, it was an interview project. We had to like do, uh, you know, three point lighting and multi cameras and stuff like that. Um, oh, fun! I interviewed her about her experience with Catholic school, and she just told some stories from that. And she talked about that. And I'll see if I can find that video. I do really want to see it. And that's the podcast, because I want to make dinner and go to bed. Fine. Wow, that actually worked. All right, <laughs> Haley wants to go, so I guess this is the end of the podcast. Goodbye, everyone. I'll have that video linked in the description, along with my TikTok. Please subscribe. I'm very funny. I remember, kids. Play Fortnite. Don't don't blow up your school. And if you do, I'm gonna call you. Uh, I'm gonna call you a bunch of names on Twitter. And if you have any influence on the fashion industry, please tell them to change their sizing for women's clothes. Just tell them to like cut it out. Just like stop. Also, fucking Bethesda, just get get your act together, Pete. Come on. Also, companies stop like making the left look bad by fucking constantly talking about your fucking logos. And also stop trying to make fetch happen. It's not going to happen. Exactly. Out. Slap myself. Right. Good night, everybody. Goodbye, hypothetical viewers. Bye. Thank you for listening to Bold of You to Say. If you like this episode, remember to subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. If you're listening on YouTube, leave a comment with what you'd like us to cover next. You can also send me a message on Instagram or Twitter. The links to those will be in the description. New episodes of Bold of You to Say will be up every Friday. Thank you for listening.